Sir Snippet series is sponsored by Dr. Nea Jack Nussbaum and for Shlemo Chol Yisrael, in particular Hanan Shmulip and Ben Sharon Leia. Those looking for their Shidduch should find their Bashert. We've been discussing the opening Pasuk of the first paragraph of Shema, which is the source of the mitzvah, the obligation to love Hashem. And the famous question How could we be commanded in emotion last night? I shared the answer of Rakiva Eger. Rakiva Eger explained that the paragraph preceding Shema concludes Abocher Biamo Yisrael Biava. We're not obligated to generate or manufacture a new sense of love for Hashem. All we're asked to do is to recognize and perceive Hashem's love for us. And when a person feels love, naturally, instinctively, they reciprocate that love. So if only we would recognize and feel Hashem's love for us, we will love Him without having to do any hard work. We mentioned of Ochanan has a similar idea about Amuna, that the young boy or girl they turn the age of mitzvahs, doesn't have to learn the mitzvah of emunah, something those multiples of their age struggle with. We just have to not ruin, we have to not remove the innate or the natural sense of emunah that every young person feels. The Sefer HaChinuch has a different approach. Sefer HaChinuch and the Rambam are very similar. Sefer HaChinuch and Mitzvah Tov Yerches writes the following, the idea of this mitzvah of loving Hashem is in fact not describing the obligation of an emotion. To be told we have to do an emotion, to be commanded, on demand, love is an unfair request. Told what to do, how to behave, not how to feel. So says the Sefer HaChinuch, the mitzvah is shenachshov v'nizbonan. The answer is the mitzvah is not to love, it's not to emote. The mitzvah is to learn. The mitzvah is to contemplate. The mitzvah is to think about Hashem to the degree that we can understand His power, His interaction with the world. And to derive tremendous pleasure. To recognize His providence. That we were not deposited in this world randomly by chance. We're not asked to simply try to figure out our way around. But that the Ribbon Shalom has a plan. From the word v'yahavta, I have no idea how am I meant to love. Talmud Lomar, Sifri explains, quotes the Sefer HaChinuch, that's what the Parsha continues to answer. V'yahavta, Hashem Elokecha, love God, good, I want to. How do I? Then the Pasha continues, if you think about Torah, if you know God, you can't help but love God. So the more you study God, the more you come to know God, then you will feel a yearning, a pull, a desire to love Him. And this is what we need to stimulate and generate within ourselves. Not to manufacture an emotion as if it's some romantic love with Hashem, but to study, to learn about, to come to know Hashem, and then immediately we'll feel a sense of love. The Rambam, in the second paragraph of Hilchos Yisodei Torah, the Rambam talks about in Hilchos Tshuva as well, the definition of Ava. But in Hilchos Yisodei Torah, the Rambam writes, We've established there's a mitzvah, love God, fear God, have awe of God, but we have to define. Every mitzvah has a sheer. Every mitzvah, there are parameters. Every mitzvah, there's a definition. Every mitzvah, there's an expectation. So this mitzvah of Avas Hashem, how does one fulfill it? So the Rambam writes very beautifully. 
Bishashi is born in Adam Masav Ruvan Iflama Gidolim. Again, like the Sefer Achinach, the moment that you contemplate, that you're mindful, that you're thoughtful about Hashem's great wonders, the Yiramahem Chachmaso Sheinla Erech locates, and you realize there are no boundaries, it's endless. So to know God, you will fall in love. Not only will you fall in love, you'll feel such a love, you will feel this enormous desire, this longing, this drive to get to know Him more and more and more. As the Pasuk, as David HaMelech told us, one will thirst, an insatiable thirst and appetite to get to know God more and to love Him more. And then he defines what Yira is based on that. So for the Rambam, what does it mean to love God? Are we being commanded in emotion? Absolutely not. Torah cannot legitimately tell us how to feel. Torah can tell us what to do. And here the Torah is telling us what to do. How? Learn, study, Expose yourself, get access to Hashem. The Raman goes on to explain, we do that in two ways. Primarily and most centrally, of course, through a sacred Torah. Talmud Torah can neged kulam, nothing can compare. Torah is central, it's critical, it's primary, it's the air we breathe, it's everything. We have access to the Ribbon Shalom's diary. Hashem dictated the Torah, it's His diary. We come to know Him through His Word, it's a description of Elokus. Balatanya says, we get to know God through His Torah. But we also get to know the Ribbon Shalom through his magnificent world, the beautiful world he created. Study and understand nature, science, see the magnificent world he created. The Ramam writes in those two ways. Lahavdil, if a person had a grandparent, a great grandparent, they didn't know, but they craved to know. If you discover their diary, it's the most direct way to come to know them. But if they also painted or sculpted, did artwork, and you exposed yourself, you learned, you had what they created, you'd come to know them in that fashion as well. There's a famous story of Shamshan Fal Hirsch, who when he took time to go see the Swiss Alps, was challenged by his students. Rebbe, Bito Torah, how could you leave Torah to go see the Swiss Alps? So he said, because I fear that when I get upstairs, the Rebbe the Almighty will say to me, "No, what'd you think of my Alps? I have to have an answer. So in the biography of Rav Moshe Tversky, Hashem Yikom Damo, it says that when one of his Talmidim was going on Ben Azman on a trip to Switzerland and told him that story, He's just walking in the footsteps of Rav Hirsch. Rav Moshe Tversky answered, but first Hashem's going to say, what do you think of my menachos, my zvachim, my erchen? What do you think of my mesechtas, my shas, my nach? What did you think of all that? He may ask about the Alps. First he'll ask about the Torah. So recently on a trip, when I was in Wyoming, I told this uh, story, what appears in the book. So one of Rav Moshe Tversky's Talmidim was there and told me that he went to see... Uh, Rav Moshe Tversky's Rebetzin, after he had been murdered, after he was killed, the Rebetzin told them the story, the postscript to the book, will end with this, was that once they were flying to Europe to go to Kevaravos to go see Rav Chaim Brisker and others, Rav Tversky's uh, great-grandfather, great-great-grandfather. And uh, his wife, the Rebetzin, asked if they could stop in Switzerland and see the magnificent Alps. So Moshe Tversky said, yeah, let's minimize our time, let's minimize the trip outside of Israel. Do we really need to see it? She said, that'll be your yontif gift to me for this year. We'll make the stop. He went, he went reluctantly. But she described and he told me that when they were on top, looking out at the Swiss Alps, Moshe Tversky read Barchi Nafshi, capital of Tehillim Barchi Nafshi, describing nature, and the tears were flowing down his cheeks. They were streaming down his face. 
and that he, a master of Torah, who primarily connected the Rebbe through his diary, also in reciting Baruch looking out at those Alps, we see the Rebbe in both ways. So for the Ramam, the Sefer HaChinuch, loving Hashem is not an a, uh, emotion. Loving Hashem is a verb, it is an act. When we learn, when we study, when we expose ourselves to Hashem, we can't help but be drawn to be able to love Him more.